What's up, everyone? Welcome to week six of the syndicates. Eddie, Vic, and John all back together off of a two-in-one week last week. Back to the winning ways and off a little bit of a controversial week with the uh, the teasers that we, we decided to play. So, John, I know you, you were in there. You were saying, no, no, we lost. And Vic and I are saying, no, it's a push. So, I don't know what we what would grade this one, John. Look, I mean, you know, how I haven't done a dip in so long. I didn't even realize that that's not a loser anymore. For one, look, when I used to bet te- when I used to bet, I call it a dip still. So when I used to bet a dip back in the day, when I learned what it was, and they told me you can get six points each way, I'm like, wow, you get six points each way, and there's no juice. I, I mean, like this is going way back. So like this is when you just call your local guy and be like, give me this, that, and the other. You would if you bet a dip, you didn't have to lay any juice. You bet a hundred dollars, it's you you lose, you pay a hundred dollars, you win, you get a hundred dollars. But if it if you if your dip pushed on either game, it was a loss. That's how it used to be. So, I mean, honestly, that's how long I haven't bet a dip in where I didn't realize that it could be a push. I went online and and Eddie's like, Eddie's showing me this article and he's like, uh, it's a push. I'm like, what the hell? When did this turn into a push? And then I looked it up and, you know, some people said it, some people still say it's a loss. So honestly, I don't know. We I haven't got an answer from, I'm pretty sure most books now probably have that as a push if one team pushes a push, but I mean, what did you guys have to go through to get that push? They couldn't get it. They couldn't get a half an inch, had to convert two fourth downs. Oh man, that was wild. We would have lost though. We would have lost though. If we straight betted them. You would have, you know, you would have pushed if you straight bet them. No, they would have caught us there. You would have had the Cardinals. But we would have lost on the VIG. Okay, you would have lost 10 bucks <laughs> on the VIG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You would have lost on the VIG. Uh, it is controversial. Even our Twitter, uh, we did a poll, and even the responses were, like, all over the place. And, again, I think it depends on your book, like you said, John. Like, local guys are grading that as a loss nowadays, I think, for two-teamers. Um, Three-teamers, it pushes down to two. But, like – you know how all these big companies are in the game now. I think all of them are like pushing it like DraftKings, PointsBet, FanDuel, but who knows, man. But again, your theory is, uh, is good, man, because it, like you said, it took us some miracles to even kind of squeeze out that Seattle part of the dip. Right. So, uh, but it's a fun topic, man. Let's keep it going. We'll do it again this week. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah, I mean, there's not that many this uh, that I like this week for the for the dips, but I mean, I'm sure we'll find one as we go through these games here, and we'll we'll get one out for the listeners so that they can decide whether or not they want to keep riding them or if they want to go with the straight bets going forward. So we'll we'll give all all sorts of different mixes out today on on here. But yeah, I think kind of to your point, I think uh, a lot of the local guys, Vic, they tend to grade it as a loss, but I know they kind of inflated a little bit so maybe you know you bet 100 to win 100 110 to win 100 and then for those ones where uh, it grades as a push you tend to have to lay a little bit more maybe like 130 to win 100 125 somewhere in that neighborhood but I think also kind of what you were saying all these books that are coming into the market now there's so much competition for players that they have to offer a little bit more so that's why I think you're seeing more pushes out there from the big you know, DraftKings, Caesars, all them. So, but 
Hey, we got a whole nother week of games here in the NFL, so let's get right to it. And first up, we got both your two teams as the first two games listed on the board here. So we'll start with Chicago. They opened up at plus three against the Panthers. That line has been bet down a little bit. I see a lot of one and a halfs out there. So Carolina minus one and a half. Vic, man, you're still getting no respect for the Chicago Bears being underdogs on the road in the to Carolina, who I don't think is that good. Their record is a little overinflated. So we'll let you kick it off here since it's your squad. How are you liking on the Bears this week? Yeah, I, I mean, we know like a lot of these lines are, we've talked to audience makers, we've read a lot of articles. They go off of like power ratings and DVOA and, and different analytics, right? When they're coming up with these lines. And so I, I think the no respect part kind of falls into that, right? Because the Bears offense is just, statistically like bottom five in every category but on the flip side they're four and one um they've beaten some really good teams last couple weeks they played two top three ranked defenses um and so now they face the panthers who are ranked 23rd so in my opinion the defense is legit as long as the bears offense is even mediocre like average i think they're going to make a good run and that's why i actually like chicago here i know we were talking offline a little bit and john might make them his pick of the week. But when we're looking at uh, tickets, we got 50-50 when it comes to the public, but 83% of the money is on the Bears. And that's why we've seen this line drop throughout the week, opened at three. Now it's you know down to one in most places. I see some pick even. So a lot of money came in on the Bears uh, for that reason, in my opinion, is now Nick Foles is going to have his third week in the offense. Um, and now they're facing a defense that is not as good as what they've faced the last couple of weeks. So I took the Bears early. I, I think, Eddie, you said, did you take them early or uh, at plus three? Uh, there's a later game I took early. Oh, perfect. Okay, sorry. So I took it right when the line opened. But I'll kick it off to John because I know he liked the Bears. So let me know what you're thinking, John. Yeah. I, don't you feel like the books just hung a bad number? Like, why, why, why did this line even open at? three so yeah man i i got the bears at three already also and i took him at three because i said there's no way it's going to get any better than this and it's already down to one and a half but watching last week i mean carolina i'm not they're just i know i know bridgewater's covers games and i love their coach he does he does you know he's always been a winner but their offense is like get three yards get four yards get three yards and then convert a third and two it's like there's no room for, for error when you play like that in the NFL. It's like that's all they did last week against Atlanta. And, and all they did was, you know, get, you know they, they, they get a couple yards, they get a couple yards, and then, you know, they convert third down. They were converting a lot of third downs last week. So I don't think they're going to be able to do that to this Bears defense. That was a, a, a terrible Atlanta defense last, last week that was injury riddled all over the field. So – you know, Bears defense is really good. It's will the Bears offense be able to produce enough to win this game? And I think they will. So uh, Nick Foles is, you know, and Allen Robinson's playing out of his mind. So I like the Bears in this spot. I already got them. Uh, we'll we'll go through the ne- the rest of the board, but yeah, I might make this my pick of the week. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys on the Bears, and I think with Carolina, they're definitely a lot better than I thought they were going to be coming into this year. At this point, I thought they'd probably have maybe one, two wins tops. So the fact that they're three and two and they have a winning record is, you know, pretty impressive. But at the same time, I don't think that they've played some some good defenses like they're going to see this week. So uh, I'm also on the Bears. I think 
the fact that this isn't like a pick, you're, you're getting a lot of value here. So uh, plus one and a half, I would definitely take it. If you got the plus three already, then you're in really good shape. So um, I don't think there's going to be very many fans of this game. Plus Carolina, I don't think their home field is that great anyway. So uh, if anything, I would treat this like it's a neutral site game. and Bears should be favored on a neutral site anyway. So uh, yeah, give me the Bears as well. Make it three for three consensus on that one. Next up, John, we have your Detroit Lions. They are on the road heading to Jacksonville. Uh, I don't know if there's a full stadium for this one. I know there's that whole thing where Florida's allowed to have full stadiums, but I don't know if they actually allowed it. So anyway, Jacksonville's probably got a lot of people in there in that cesspool that they have up on the second level, just sharing all the the COVID with one another. But mm-hmm. yeah, we got minus three for the Lions. John, this is your squad here. You know them best. What are we liking in this one? Man, I kind of like the Lions in this spot here. The line opened at like two. It's it's up a little. A little bit of sharp money is showing towards Jacksonville. Uh, but the Jags' defense is is suspect at best this year. So Stafford's going to be able to move the ball. Galladay's back. He, he was a big factor after he came back before, right before the bye week last week. So offensively, I feel like we're going to be able to move the ball. Hopefully our defense is 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 – healthy after the bye week. Uh, so I like Detroit in the spot because I feel like they're going to be able to, to drive the ball up and down the field on that Jags defense, which is not good at all. I watched them not get any pressure against uh, who they play a couple weeks ago, against Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, they, they couldn't get any pressure on Joe Burrow a few weeks ago. Uh, I didn't watch too much of that Houston game last week against uh, – against them, but I know that they, they, they made some mistakes down in, in the red zone area. You know, we, we called Houston out last week on the pod. So I think Lions are going to be able to do the same thing. I'm not playing this game because I'm looking at it and it's like, I'm, it doesn't feel, I don't feel like I'm on the right side. I feel like the, the smart pick would be the Jags. So I'm staying away from this game, but I, I do, I do like the Lions. Yeah. For me, I think it would be, probably a pass on this one. If anything, a slight lean towards the lions just because they're coming off the bye, And I think Jacksonville starting to trend downwards back to what we thought they were at the beginning of the year. But overall, I think I'm going to pass on this one. Probably not something I'll bet. Vic, how about you? I do like the Jacks. I'm sorry. I like the lines because exactly what John said They're the Jags pass defense is actually rated dead last in, in DVOA. Um, and so every time I see them play, they give up big plays. And so like John said, this is the week for Stafford to hit Galladay and for him to have a huge game. So I like the Lions, man. I just, again, it's so hard to get behind the Lions. Every week I like them, and every week then I remember they have Matt Patricia as their coach, and um, they're going to blow the fourth quarter lead. So I'm going to try something new this week. I'm going to take the Lions first half. They, they, right. they, they blow it before half to – hold on, Vic. They're going to they, – dude – they're up 14 to three and 14 nothing. Should and I take them first, gone by half first quarter? Should I take them first quarter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, up, they literally are always up a touchdown or two before the, the shenanigans. With your luck, with, with your luck, well, I, I should, I don't want to say your luck. I mean, with, with our luck, with the Lions' luck, you, you'll, you'll lose the coin toss. Jacks get the ball first and somehow, <laughs> some way, you know, you probably can have to cut a uh, first quarter, you probably have to cover a half a point. It might be tied. <laughs> okay. I never realized that, but you guys are right. Because now, I, like, I always have red zone up, and I always hear that damn train horn whenever the Lions score. 
go off really early in the day. I don't know what's up with these train horns nowadays, but I think the, the bears fa- got it too. They got the, the bears siren. got it. Yeah, they we got have a siren. Bear siren. They gotta um, do something. There's no crowd. Yeah, fine, I fine, John. I will take. I will wait for a live bet on the line. <laughs> but no, because then you're gonna you lose all what? the value. First quarter, first quarter is not bad. First quarter, do first quarter. Just don't do first half. I'm gonna go first quarter small. Just to see, <laughs> test out test out this theory of ours now because I just don't trust Matt Patricia. But yeah, the Lions. I mean, when it comes to matchup and X's and O's and stats, they definitely get literally they beat Jacksonville in a lot of different categories. So John might be right on this one. Well, we can't test out our, one of our old theories with the auto fade Falcons as of right now, because <laughs> they decided to auto fade and each other and get some COVID this morning. So yeah. four players tested positive facilities are shut down. Uh, it was minus three, minus four out there, but um, yeah, we're not even going to talk about that one. This would have been a good spot for them too, since Dan Quinn just got fired. Can I, can I play, I don't want to, can I play conspiracy theorists for a little, for like five seconds here? Go for it. Is the NFL, is the NFL testing out a Tuesday, Tuesday night football program? Every, we're getting a Monday night, we're getting a five o'clock Monday game and a Tuesday night football game. I feel like we're going to end up getting it every week. This, if this game flips to Tuesday, I'm pretty much dead set that, that this is, this is their way of testing out some kind of program to see if, if Tuesday night football works. I, I know that's, that's way out there, but. 2020 um, is the year for it to do it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Houston on the road at Tennessee. And everybody's betting Tennessee, it looks like, off of that, that big win on Tuesday night football against the Bills. I'll talk about that in a little bit as to why it's not. That win was a good win by the Titans. They definitely deserved to win that game, but it, they didn't deserve to win it as lopsided as they did uh, so anyway Vic I'm gonna let you go first on this one because I see a lot of money coming in on the, the Titans I don't know about you if you're seeing that on your end yeah so right now you got about 75 percent of the public on the Titans of course recency bias they just beat a really good Bills team right on Tuesday night but I actually like Houston I, again I don't know when this has happened I think it happened once in the past where like a team played on Tuesday night right but to me, that's like a very, very like tumultuous two weeks and like short turnaround for that off of a big win. It's like a letdown spot, in my opinion. And so especially like everyone's on the Titans. I like the Texans a little bit. I, I see three across the board. Um, and so I'll probably this might be a game that I put in the dip in our dip of the week, Eddie. Oh, boy. You going to tease Houston up to nine? Yeah, because I see some value in them. Um, them or the Bears is who I'm thinking so far. But I don't know. What do you think? You watch them play and beat a good Bills team. But, again, the Bills are missing a lot of key cogs. I know we talked about it offline right before the game started. You let us know, hey, don't bet on the Bills this week. So, you know, after watching that game, let me know what your thoughts are on this game. Yeah, man, the line didn't come out until, like, Monday. So I had no opportunity to give this out or else this would have been a pick of the week, especially like some of the numbers I saw out there. I saw some six and a half, some three and a half. So I was like, there's no way this shouldn't be a pick them. Um, I just thought it was a perfect spot for the Titans. And they took all this COVID stuff as like adversity and turned it into adversity, which is impressive because I don't know how you do that. But after the game, 
a lot of their players were like, oh, yeah, everybody in the league hated us. They doubted us, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know how you, you know, take pride in spreading COVID around the whole league and causing like a – so, like a huge shit storm, but hey, that was odd, yeah. But uh, hey, whatever works, I guess. <laughs> whatever works, man. But no, I think what you said is going to happen where they're going to be in for a little bit of a letdown off this week. Um, they, they're still the team that won the first three games of their season by a combined six points. And I think a lot of those were like last second field goals or like under two minute field goals that just happened to go their way. So they could easily be 0 and 3 just the same way that they're. 3-0. So, uh, yeah, I think now that Houston's finally gotten rid of Bill O'Brien, obviously there was, you know, some controversy there in the locker room with him. Not a lot of people liked him. They seemed to be fired up for Romeo Cornell. They came off, had a big win last week in the division. And I think we get a good effort here again. So, uh, I like Houston in this game. So, I'm with you on that. But, John, how about you? Yeah, I mean, look, this line opened five and a half. And, and it's down to three and a half. So I, I, I kind of like Houston too. Last time a game was played on Tuesday, I don't know. I, I can't do the research on this. I, I won't, there's no way I'll be able to figure it out. It was at Ford Field. It was between Minnesota and Philly when the, when the roof collapsed. So I'd love to see how that, you know, how that game played out and how those two teams ended up playing, you know, the week after something like that happened. But uh, I, I and don't even know how to, to get that research. I'll, so, I'll keep looking. That was in 2010. So while yeah. we're on this, I'll, I will uh, try to see what happened their next game. Yeah. So Houston, I mean, like, I, I like Houston because I like I, I like Houston because the number fell into their favor, meaning, you know, other people liked, liked it too. So Tennessee looked really good last week. I'm not betting this game. If I did, I, I would take Houston. Uh, but, but I can't do it because, I mean, I, to me, Romeo Cornell is a horrible – coach so I, i'm gonna stay away i'm gonna stay away from this game and hopefully find something a little bit better to bet at one o'clock yeah i do agree with you romeo Cornell is definitely not the greatest coach and he's a little past his prime but um next up i have an update i have an update so oh let's hear it. breaking news do we have a uh, siren we can throw in the background man, that's that's that was a fast research uh you did I, I'm, i've been looking it up so it's your 20 it was a 2010 season right and then they played at ford field um, and then who won? Did Minnesota win that game? It says the Minnesota Vikings won that game, and so yeah, I'm yeah, looking they had at like a no-name quarterback throw a lot of score a lot of fantasy points. Christian Ponder. No, it, no I don't it think he was around back then. He was he didn't come in until 2011. Yeah, he, I I can't even tell you his name. It, it was Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb. No, he was a black guy. They lost both those games, it looks like. The Vikings did. Um, if I'm looking at the right season, it was 2010. That's what Google's saying. So they lost the game at home and then they lost – or at Ford Field, and then they lost the game next week. They got smashed. Um, and so that might be it. I mean, they How lost – How about Philly? How about Philly then? Bears by like all 40 to 14. Yeah. How about, how about the team that won that game? Was it Philly? They do the next week. Yeah, let's – was it Philly they played or someone else? It was definitely Philly. Was it? Okay, I'll keep going. You guys keep going. All right. I'll keep going. All right. Well, next one, I'm going to skip this game. Washington at the Giants. Blech. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that one. So, either of you are going to bet this one or you're just going to sit this out. No, I'm sure. not betting it out. All right. Now, you got a good game next. And this line has trickled down a lot. We got the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. It opened five and a half 
a lot of it, it, it was, I think this week, four and a half, the look ahead was five and a half. Now it's down to minus three. However, at this number, I kind of like the Steelers in this spot. I think we are finally losing a little bit of value on the Browns. I thought they were a really good football team. The way they run the ball coming into the season, I was like, man, I'm, I'm on this team. And then after week one, they get blown out by the Ravens. I'm like, shit, every, this is the same old Browns again. But I still kept riding them a little bit. I know my pick of the week last week was the Colts, but I ended up flipping it. And after I saw just how the line was moving, the direction of the game, I, I did go on the Browns. So <laughs> I'm sure you probably, you guys probably did as well, but yeah, I, I think we're finally losing value on the Browns here and Steelers are still not just getting a lot of respect. So I think Steelers have one of the best run D's in the NFL. So that should force Baker Mayfield to have to throw it a little bit. And that's not what the Cleveland Browns want. They don't want to be out there throwing the ball 40 times a game. So I think there was a stat where anytime Baker Mayfield throws under 25 times or 27 times, they're, they have a really good record. So uh, the more he throws, the better chances that we have for Pittsburgh covering this game. But John, what do you like in this one? Man, this is, this is going to be a fun game to watch. I love watching these two teams play. And now they got, you know, two good records out there. I don't know what, what's Pitt really done. Really? They, they haven't, they haven't done much against, you know, good teams. So, I like the way Cleveland is going to be able to, to run the ball on, on Pittsburgh, but this is not a game I'm going to end up putting much money on. The thing is, you know, this line, just like that Houston Tennessee line, it opened five and a half and it's down to three. The difference in this one is, it, you know, I mean, it opened five and a half and it's down to three. It's saying, you know, most of the, of the money is on Pittsburgh, but why is the line moving? So I'm going to wait. I might end up playing this game before kickoff because it looks like it's just going to stay right on three. So yeah, I, I, I honestly don't have a feel one way or another yet on, on this game. So I'm just going to give this one a hard pass. Nick? Man, I'm excited to watch this game for a couple reasons. One, are the Browns for real? I feel like that was their biggest win last week against a, a good Colts team. Granted, the Colts were missing a few guys, but – that's probably the biggest win they've had in a, in a long time. And they tried to give that game away. I don't know if you guys were watching red zone or you know, every time Phillip rivers would throw them a ball, Baker would throw them a ball back. And so, uh, and the Steelers, you know, they've faced some, in my opinion, some weaker squads to start off with their defense looks really legit. They're top five and everything, every category. So, and then Tomlin has owned the Browns at home, throughout the years but this is a different Browns team right so I don't know if we can like use some of those old trends but it's Mike Tomlin has never lost to the Browns at Heinz Field ever 13 and 0 straight up so uh it, it'll be interesting man I, I'm probably gonna sit it out public is split 50 50 down the line so there's not you know anything 80 20 or, or a lot of the things that I look for stats wise both of these teams are pretty good so I think it's going to come down to what you said, Eddie, if they can run the ball, if Cleveland can run the ball, kind of limit Baker and make him a game manager, they'll have a chance to hang around. But if they're trying to chuck the ball with Baker, Pittsburgh's D is really, really good. And so that might be the edge. So I, I see it as a three point game either way. So I'll probably set this one out. I like the Steelers a lot in this one. So nice. it would, it would be, you know, on a, on a down week, maybe one of my picks of the week, 
but there's a lot of games that I like this week, so probably won't be, but this definitely would be in top five favorite games of the week is okay. uh, Pittsburgh. Just because, again, the, the Cleveland, it's strength on strength. It's the number one run offense in the NFL versus the number two ranked run defense in the NFL. So I think whoever wins that matchup there, Cleveland's able to run the ball, they're going to win the game. If they're not able to run the ball, they're not winning the game. So that's the, that's all it comes down to is literally that. So, so let me ask you a question. Would you rather just take the money line or are you going to take the points? If you were, if you were taking the Browns, I'm saying from what you're oh. just. Oh, ah, that's a good question. I mean, I think I would mix it up. Maybe throw like 10% of your bet on the money line. Yeah. Uh, I, I always like to take the points just because, you know, it's always. Yeah, never know. Right. I have I have an update for us guys for the the 2010 season. So uh, you were right. It was Joe Webb who was the quarterback for the Vikings. Joe Webb. They uh, played. They played on December 28 at Lincoln Financial Field, uh, or they moved the game. Sorry, but December 28th was the game. They won against the Eagles 24 to 14. Now four days later, they played the Lions and lost 13 to 20. And then the Eagles, they also lost. Uh, to the Cowboys four days later and so five days later so basically both of the teams lost after their Tuesday night game oh okay okay very small sample size but I like it yeah <laughs> so yeah I mean that, that that leans towards what we were saying and like in Houston anyways all of us were kind of pretty much on Houston I just don't like Romeo Cornell yeah I don't either but we will see. So, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that one and test out our theory. So, next up is the Baltimore Ravens getting a ton of money on the road, minus seven and a half against the Eagles. Uh, if anything, I like the Eagles in this one. Probably not going to be one that I bet, but getting seven and a half at home, I think it's just too many points. And Baltimore, they haven't looked as dominant as they have in the past. And I don't know. I know they, they downplayed that Lamar Jackson injury last week, but he did not run very much last week. So, I think there's definitely something going on there with the leg. And if anything, I would play the Eagles in this spot, getting the touchdown. So uh, that would be my side I'd lean to. But again, probably not something I'm going to put at bet because Billy, I just can't trust them right now. Not somebody I want to back at the moment. But Vic, who are you liking in this one? Uh, breaking news before I go, uh, Le'Veon Bell has uh, reduced his teams down to the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Bills. The Bell, oh, no. So uh, – I knew you'd be excited. <laughs> so, uh, so far, that's what it says. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, because um, I know there was some Bears hype. Uh, but yesterday, he had a video talking about the Chiefs. And so, that's where I think he goes, man. Good squad, uh, kind of complimentary back. They, they would have a sick offense with him back, man. So, let's keep an eye on it. Uh, in regards to the game, I like Philadelphia last week. They did play the Steelers tough. I don't know if you guys watched that game, but they were covering down to like three minutes to go, and then they missed a field goal. And then um, Big Ben hit Claypool for a, a late big touchdown to give the Steelers the cover. So now they go home. Uh, Lamar's a little banged up. You're getting over a touchdown. And so I think there's some value in Philadelphia. The public's, of course, on the Ravens, about 80% clip. So – just another thing to look at. So I like I like Philly in this spot, getting the seven and a half. John, ton of ton of value on Philly in this spot here. 
I like them. They they they've been good for the last few weeks. They they you know they beat up 49ers. They outplayed them that game. They were in the game. They should have covered that game last year. I feel bad for anybody that had Philly last week and, and didn't get the cover against Pittsburgh yep. in that game. So um, they look good. The, the one thing I would say is, and and I always steer away from this, is going against Baltimore during the regular season because they, man, they're just bullies, man. They, they don't lose to the, they don't lose to teams they shouldn't lose to, or they haven't yet. So, you know, they, you know, they, they were minus 13, 14 points last week against Cincy. They covered that number easily. They did that a couple of weeks ago. They did that, you know, last year throughout the whole last season. So, I mean, they haven't looked that good, especially so far this year offensively. I mean, they're, they're doing okay, but, I mean, there's, there's too much value in Philly in this number. So it's for me, it's Philly or nothing. It, I just don't like betting against Baltimore during the regular season as a as a favorite. They just they don't they don't produce bad games. So I'm going to stay away from this one also. All right. So next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals against the Colts. Uh, seven and a half year. I'm seeing Vic. Are there any sevens out there? There's uh, it's actually gone up. What I'm seeing, uh, I'm you seeing didn't it get two points on the dip this time, buddy. Oh man, <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going with that one. <laughs> I'm seeing it at eight, man, across the board, pretty much offshore or locals. Um, started at seven and a half. All right, well, we'll see on that one. Maybe, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm gonna use that one, but anyway, uh, man, I think Indianapolis is such a good football team. It's just Phillip Rivers is holding them back. He is this is literally a statue back there, Terrible. and it's just he's not a good fit for that offense. I want I want to say Jacoby Brissett would be a better fit, but we saw him last year, and they didn't. They're pretty much a pretty similar team. So, uh man. I think Jacoby Brissett would help open up their run game, though. That's That would help out a lot, which, I mean, they have a good run game to start, but I think it could be somewhere close to Cleveland's if they they were to put all the pieces together, and, you know, with that offensive line. So I do like Indianapolis a lot this year. I think they definitely win this game, but over the touchdown, I wouldn't do anything, if anything, maybe throw it into the teaser. So I'll talk about that one maybe later after I go through all the games, see if that's what I use as the teaser. So... I will uh, kick it over to John, see if there's anything he likes in this one. This would never happen because there's just too many people, you know, too many people have like real jobs and, and stuff like that for, for it to, for it to go down. But man, Matthew Stafford would look great in that Indianapolis on that Indianapolis team right now, because that's, you're right, man. They're, they're the quarterback away from, from being a Super Bowl contender and Phil, like, you were on Indy last week, and I, I think me and Vic gave you a little bit of, uh, of, of, of pause during the pod because Rivers does what he does, and, and then we, you know, and eventually we all ended up laying, you know, laying off that game and, and going with the Browns. But Rivers just just does not look good at all. So I don't know, man. I was looking at this game for for my suicide pick. Yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a little worried though. You know, if, you know, you know, young buck Joe Burrow goes down and wants to have a ball game. He can, you know, he might be able to win, but ah, this game's too tough for me too to bet. The, the line is too, is too much. Bengals have a horrible offensive line, and Indy's defense is good. If if, if that linebacker's playing this week, is Leonard playing? You guys know uh, he's out as of now, so their left tackle practice, but Leonard's still out right now. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I, this is a stay away from me. I'm trying to find my, I know you guys are trying to build your teaser. I'm trying to find my, my uh, suicide pick this week. So your suicide picks have been out, man. I was looking at the Colts too. I'm going to try to wait and see if like, if Leonard plays, I'm going to take them as my suicide pick for gambling. I'm scared of backdoor Burrow a little bit, man. He's, right. he's uh, he doesn't give up. He gets rocked. And I think that he, they're going to, Indy's defense is nasty. He's going to get rocked, but you just never know when it's eight points. Um, so I, I feel you on the dip and I feel you on the survivor pick. All right. So we're a little all over the place on that one, but uh, yeah, if anything, I might come back to that and put it in the, the teaser and then maybe John will do it for a suicide pick. So we'll see. Um, Denver plays new England this week, right? They no, do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see like, That's I see Denver. Li- I'm looking at the board here. I see Miami, Denver, and then I see new England and Denver. I'm like, what the hell? I could have sworn Miami, Denver was canceled. So we got new England at home plus, or no, I'm sorry. They're minus 10 against the Broncos. Drew Locke is coming back this week. I think he practiced in full yesterday. So yeah, I, 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 I do like the Broncos in this spot here. I think unlike the Titans, the Patriots aren't going to use this as motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Stefan Gilmore is playing Vic. I'll probably, lean on you for that information but even if he does i still like the uh, broncos in this spot here i think it's just too many points for the patriots coming off and i think they'll be there'll be a little bit more of a distraction than it was for the the titans that are using it as motivation so uh for me personally i'm gonna probably take the broncos here pretty strongly and i'd say it might be a game i bet but uh not something i'm gonna do for my pick of the week so actually i already know my pick of the week that i'm gonna get to in a little bit so uh, John, I'll let you talk about this one. If there's anything you like in this one, you're telling me this line is ten. Andrew Locke is playing. I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. He I practiced mean, yeah. in full yesterday, so I mean, I'd assume it, it's looking like he's going to play. Look, yeah. if you're going to get if you're going to get this game with Drew Locke at ten, mm-hmm. I I love that spot there for for Denver. That's way too many points. So I know both teams are coming off of not having to play last week because of everything that went down. New England's defense looked good. I'm sure this this line is evaluating that cam's actually playing too so i mean new england would have won that game if cam was playing against the chiefs a couple weeks ago on, on monday night so um but 10 points against against uh against a you know a pretty okay team i would still say it's just their, their coaching is probably a little bad and but i mean when you're getting 10 points like that hopefully the you get a backdoor instead of uh getting the backdoor ruined on you so I like Denver. I'll take the, I'll take Denver plus a ten in this spot. Nick, uh, do you like Denver as well? Uh, I like Denver. To your question, Eddie, it looks like Gilmore and Cam are coming back. That's why the line went up, um, and so it started at like nine, nine and a half. That's why it's up to ten. Both of those guys are back. Drew Lock practice. They said he's a go, and uh, yeah, I like Denver getting ten, man. This, but. To John, to your uh, survivor pick question, this is another game that I was looking at. So I was yeah. looking at New England or Indy. If you haven't used them yet, I'm, I I use New England already. I can't remember when, um, who they play. They played someone. I I, I can't use New England in, in in my personal one. So I don't have them anymore. That that's fair. I think the uh, I just like taking teams when they come off of a loss like good teams right so that's why I was like an indie um and then just in general when 
Hoodie gets this much time to prepare. He always does well too. I think that's another reason the line is up a little bit, right? Like they're taking all that kind of stuff into account. But yeah, I think we're all on the same page. We like Denver plus 10. So next up, I think, again, I'm looking at the board here. It's all jacked up because there's so many games that were moved. Jets and Chargers do not play this week, right? No. Okay. So it's Jets at Miami this week now. Uh, 405, not so special. Again, we are sorry to the listeners. The 405 specials this year are just absolute garbage so far. But uh, yeah, I'm honestly not going to bet this game. I have no insight, no pick, nothing on this one. So, uh, John, 405 special, is it special this week? No, but you know what? It's been special. We just haven't been playing them. Like 49ers, Dolphins last week was, you know, just, uh, you know that, the Dolphins was a pick. Who didn't take the 49ers and then get didn't get blasted 43 to 17 the week before uh, it was special the week before too. I can't remember what it was. No, oh, no, I'm not going to figure it out without looking. Yeah. I, I sent you guys the tweet. My old boss, Jason McIntyre posted like uh, underdogs at Sunday night football have been covering and then 4 PM underdogs, you know, your favorites uh, are doing well as usual. Oh. Last week they went three, you know? Yeah. And they did. It was. Yeah. And then the week before, the 405 hit two was the Giants and the Rams. Yeah, so yeah. It's just they're just they haven't been in my wheelhouse where it's usually a two three point game. I, I don't I don't usually bet high spread games one way or another. So, um, but I mean it's another one here 405 and you're getting way too many points. But I, I'm not betting Joel Flacco. So um, we really only have two four o'clock games this week. This is I'm sorry. Yeah. Do we really only have two four o'clock games this week? Yep. Ooh, the red like... zone's going to be slow. Sorry, oh, John, yeah. I interrupted you there. No, no, you're good. Yeah. So, I mean, this is my suicide. This probably end up being my suicide pick. The Dolphins, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So the rules for the suicide pool is just fade the Jets, right? <laughs> that's what I've been literally. That's what I've been doing, man. And it's we're, been working. We're bad, man. Vic, anything you like in this four o'clock? Uh, not this game, man. Um, again, I mean, I feel like this would be a good spot if it was anybody but the Jets, right? Because like Miami's off this great win. They're coming back from the West Coast. It's like a nice little letdown spot. Four or five has been doing well. Everyone's on Miami, but I don't know, man. Jets are just demoralized. Like they let Bell go. Teammates were upset. Like fans are upset. Adam Gase was just his usual arrogant self yesterday. Um, so I just can't get behind the squad, man. And that's what I, why I've been fading them in uh, suicide survivor picks as well. So I think they've, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you want to get like risky, do you go Miami this week? Cause this might be the only week you can take them in the suicide pool. That's a good point. I, I've, I think that's a good idea. I mean, this is maybe one of those weeks where you get sneaky and use one of the not so great teams in the, in the survivor pool. But I'm not the best one for advice there. Um, I think the Jets have lost every game by multiple scores too. So yeah. they are, and now they got to go down to the heat in Miami and the distractions. I wouldn't be surprised if they come back with some more COVID. I think they already had somebody test positive this week, but Hey, I'm sure somebody's going to probably sneak out. So who knows? Uh, next up, man, I'm sorry, guys. I know we talked about this before, but I'm going to use this as my pick of the week. The 425 game green Bay. Is pick them. I see some minus ones out there right now. I got it Tampa Bay plus two, and that's where I'm going to go with my pick of the week, man. It's just 
buy low, sell high. There are so many things that just line up for this game here. I think Tampa Bay should actually be favored. I think the look ahead line, if I remember, was like minus three, but then we saw them lose on Thursday night football. We saw Green Bay on a bye week, so we didn't really see anything, but they got some guys coming back. I think Devontae Adams might be back. Uh, don't know if Alan Lazard is playing, but they're getting a little bit healthy. We talked about Pittsburgh and their number one ranked defense or number two ranked rush defense while they're number two behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay's defense is the story for this team, not their offense. So I know they're three and two, but I'm, if anything, man, this would be the time to maybe throw a future on the bucks for the super bowl. Cause I think they're, they have all the pieces. They just been injured and they just haven't had a good schedule right now. So coming back home, I think we're finally going to see green Bay get a loss here in this spot. And guys, we all know who's in the game. Jerome yes. Butler. Yes. So you gotta, as soon as I saw that, I actually saw it during the spot. I was like, all right, I know exactly where my pick of the week was going. This was probably going to be it anyway, but after seeing that, I'm all over the bucks, man. So yeah, I took the, I took the Ravens. I bet them last week as Jerome Boger was the home ref against the, the Bengals. He helped me out there. I'm going to keep riding them, man. I just ride that dude every week still. So yeah, give me the bucks in this spot here and that'll be my pick of the week. So John, John, yeah, you, you got anything on this one? Listen, man, I've been, I've been talking. If you go back and listen to our pods, I've loved this bucks defense since week one. So like they, they've been good ever since last year. This is, this is the part of the team that's been carrying them. So they are being undervalued in, in this game. I feel like they should be favored in this spot here. So I like the Bucks defensively. They're, they should be able to do some things to slow down Aaron Rodgers. The problem with them is the penalties. So if they can cut out penalties this week, and they had a shit ton of them, I feel like, last week against the Bears. If they can cut out penalties this week against a, a crew that likes to throw a lot of penalties, hopefully it's not against the home team, which he usually doesn't, then you know the Bucks are definitely the right side. Brady's going to be able to move the ball. Green Bay's Green Bay's secondary is, you know, they're 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 okay. But if if Godwin's back, Evans is okay. You know, he might catch his one yard touchdown pass, and 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 you know Brady should be able to move the ball. I I I'm I'm on the I'm with you too. We said it before the pot. I like the Bucks in this spot here. Vic, I know you like them as well. Yep, three for three, man. I like the Bucks. The only little thing that scares me last week, their uh, awesome defensive tackle Vita Via got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he was carted off. I think he's done for the season. He had like a broken ankle. Um, but other than that, everything fits as to why we should take the Bucks this weekend, man. Uh, everyone is on Green Bay, uh, but the Bucks had a long week to prepare, right? They've had a couple extra days. Um, they're getting points. Tom Brady off of a loss. And then their defense is statistically, you know, ranked top, top five in every category so their pass defense is four their rush defense is three just a good football squad man and again like john said some penalties killed him last week uh a fumble kind of changed the game against the bears right otherwise they should they could have won that game as well so i like tampa bay in the spot the other thing that i want to keep an eye on is like the packers faced their last three games they faced teams without their best receiver right so uh they they took on the lines without galladay Saints without Mike Thomas and the Falcons without Julio Jones. So I want to see how they do because Godwin and Evans are supposed to be finally healthy. 
And so with Godwin, man, this Bucks offense is completely different, right? The, the kid can play and Brady's going to find him all day. And so that's what I'm excited to see. Um, so I think the Packers defensive numbers are a little overrated. Um, and even with them playing all these teams without some of their best guys, they're still ranked like 29th in defense. And so that's why I think the Bucks are going to be able to put up some points this weekend. And, and I like the Bucks like you, man. And, and think about this, right? It's going to be that like 325 game that everybody is going to be on the Packers and Vegas is going to need Tampa Bay. So I like kind of being on that side as well. Agreed. Agreed 100%. So bet it now because I wouldn't be surprised if that line moves a little bit more. The Bucks end up as a slight favorite. Uh, Sunday night football. We have the San Francisco 49ers at home. They are plus three against the Rams. Boy, did this line change a lot from last week. I'm looking at the look ahead line was minus three for the, yeah. the 49ers. Now it's plus three. Um, Vic, do you know who is starting in this game for the quarterback for the Niners? I mean, I've heard it all. Like I heard they're still going to go with Beathard, but like when I look at sports insights, it has Jimmy Garoppolo. And then when I was looking at Twitter this week, they were kind of going back and forth. So I don't know as of yet, I think it's going to be something we need to all kind of keep an eye on. But to your point, the look ahead line had the Niners minus three. And when it comes to like all these like models, everything points to taking the Niners this week for the night game, because to them, this is like a six point, six and a half point swing as to what the line should be. Right. And it's still going up. Everyone's on the Rams. And so I'm seeing like three and a halfs and even fours out there now. So to me, there's definitely some value on the Niners, uh, but they've looked bad the last couple of weeks, man. Uh, it could, you can say injuries, but last week was a really perfect spot for them and they got demolished. So uh, what are you guys thinking when it comes to betting this game? To me, it's like bet the Niners or pass. That's where I'm kind of leaning right now. I'm going to see their quarterback situation, but what are your guys' insights? John, what do you think? Man, I'm going to be a sucker here. I'm just going to go with what I've seen instead of looking at the numbers. And what I've seen is, you know, 49ers not look good at all. So yeah. I like the Rams in this spot. They're de defensively, they should be able to, to be able to stop what the 49ers do best and, you know, and, you know, be able to attack that, that run with, you know, with Donald and the front line and stuff like that. And even in the back, you know, they got, you know, Jalen Ramsey is going to shut down one of those guys. If, if somehow, some way the Rams can control Kittle, which is, I, I feel like that that's the 49ers best opportunity to, to beat the Rams. If they can control Kittle, then, you know, Rams are going to be able to move the ball. Is there going to be a crowd in this game, or is this a completely empty no, stadium? completely no. empty. Okay, I mean, like, completely empty stadium. You know, Goff is going to get the call from from McVay, and just, you know, they're going to be able to to run the play. I, I, I like the Rams in this spot. I know Aaron that's – Donald's a monster, bro. I think he had four or five sacks last week. Yeah. So, I mean, I, every part of the ball, and, you know, Rams offensively are better. Rams defensively are better. So special teams wise, I'm not really sure. Maybe one of you guys can tell me. I, I feel like, you know, the kick special teams, Rams always got something up their sleeve. So I like the. I know it's square and I don't usually bet squares, especially on Sunday night uh, football. But I mean, look, the, the, the dog has won three, four weeks in a row on Sunday night. So maybe they're going to they give one back here. So I know it's square, but I like the Rams. Nope. The dog is going to keep on going. 
Okay. I love the 49ers in this spot. No, I could be wrong, but um, <laughs> I, I do really like the San Francisco 49ers strictly on the line value. I also think they've just been seeing it in the media all week where they've just been getting thrashed. Oh, they got smacked by the Dolphins. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. This is a team that was just in the Super Bowl last year. I expected a huge letdown, and I think they're probably going to be like a eight and eight, seven and nine team this year. But I mean, they're still going to win probably five more games. And I think this is a good spot here. A big division game. They always play the Rams tough, even when they were awful. They still play the Rams really well. And I think this is a spot here where we're just getting a lot of line value and we're getting them in a great situation. I really think this is a big week for underdogs. These are all the type of games I like to play this week. So um, Sunday night football, prime time. I think we get a good effort from the 49ers here. And this is uh, this is where they pull out the win and at least get the cover, I think, with that plus three. So I'm going to be on the 49ers plus the three. This was one I was considering as a pick of the week as well. So these next three games, really these last four games were all ones I was considering for picks of the week. So next up, we'll go to Monday night football. Vic, I know you're talking about this one. I'll give kind of like my Buffalo breakdown that I give every week. Uh, we got minus three and a half, which it was the look ahead line. Nothing really changed. Both teams coming off of a loss. I would have preferred Kansas City to come off a win. But that's the one thing. That's one of the things that's concerning me. Uh, the thing with the Bills lost last week, I know that they got blown out. They definitely, like I said, deserve to win that game. I bet the Titans, I would have been all over them as my pick of the week if I could have. But... They did have a lot of injuries. Tredavious White was out. And a lot of people in Buffalo actually were kind of wondering the reasoning for it because he just mysteriously showed up on the injury report last week. And before the season, you guys probably didn't hear about this, but he was very, very highly considering opting out for the season because of COVID. Um, he's got a couple of new newborn kids, wife, and he just doesn't want to bring it home to them. So a lot of people were kind of suspecting that he just didn't want to go to Tennessee because of all the COVID. And I don't know that he just all of a sudden had a back injury and didn't play that week. So I think that's one thing to keep an eye on if he does play this week. Um, I think Matt Milano is probably not going to play. So that's a little, eh. defense just hasn't looked good this year. And one thing about the game last week was they didn't lose that because they couldn't move the ball on offense or because Tennessee just rolled them. Also because of turnovers. The Titans had four touchdown scoring drives, one from the 30 yard line, one from the 18 yard line of this is all on the Buffalo side, one from the 12 yard line, one from 11. So they had a punt return. They got to the 30 scored a touchdown on that. And then they just basically had two gimmies or three gimmies off turnovers. So that was 28 points right there that they scored just based on field position. So if you look at the box score and just didn't see the score, look at the numbers game was pretty even if anything you maybe even lean towards buffalo so in this spot here i don't really like how we match up with the chiefs if tredavious white is not in if he is then we have at least one corner that can shut down the field one of the corners that started last week had never even played a defensive snap in the nfl he's just strictly special teams so that's why our past defense looked like shit uh sean mcdermott does play andy Reid pretty good uh his first year in the league was i think alex smith last year and they I mean, the Bills weren't a good football team and they ended up going to Kansas City at 10 point underdogs and beating them. So they shut down the offense pretty good there. I think he can come up with a good game plan for it at home Monday night. Really wish we had fans because then I'd definitely be on the Bills. But two things that concern me is no fans and Kansas City coming off of a loss. So 
that's my opinion on the game. I'd still probably lean towards the Bills, but not very heavy in this one. So, Vic, I know you liked one game or one side in particular going into it, so I'll let you kick it off next. Yeah, I love the Bills in this spot, man, but I'm just going to wait on the injury report because, like you said, I mean, a lot of those guys that were out against the Titans and then White, those guys will be the key to this game to containing Mahomes. I, I just wish uh, Casey won last weekend. Uh, that's what scares me, Mahomes off a loss. But their offense has not looked like the same offense, right? And uh, the public's all over Kansas City. Vegas is going to need the Bills. And the Bills are a good football team at home. Like you said, I wish we had Bills Mafia going wild because uh, I would have definitely money lined them in this spot. But I'm going to wait on the injury report, but I definitely like Buffalo plus four. I see plus four at a lot of books now. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, maybe my pick of the week, but again, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what happens with the injury report. Um, can Bill's mafia like still tailgate and stuff? Does that still happen? Oh, no. Nope. No, they like, they, they were very strict on that. They, they said you will be arrested if you even come close to the stadium to tailgate. Wow. That, yeah, they, they, were, they, they were not having it. To see like the ESP, you know, like their videos and stuff are always fun on Twitter. Um, yeah. But, I don't know, John. What are you thinking? I'm thinking this is gonna be a fun game to watch. I don't know. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna get any real money down on it. Yeah. I, I like what man. I know Josh Allen threw a couple of interceptions last week uh, against Tennessee a couple of days ago. So I still like him, man. I, I feel like he they they convert the craziest third downs. I mean, they get they get deep third downs and they, and they get them. So. Um, I know the Chiefs like to blitz a lot to 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 try to like stop teams from from getting a first down on third down. So let's see how he uh, let's see how he does. If anything, I, it's it's so early, and I'm and like I said, I'm not playing it for real money. So I'm, I'm probably bet this game right before kickoff after I talk to 50 people. But I, I kind of like the Bills, man. I think I think Josh Allen's going to do some things to to keep them in. I didn't like the way their defense looked last week. Um, I hope white plays that would help. Right. And Eddie's already saying uh, Milano's not playing. So, I mean, that might be a big thing with Kelsey. If, if, if the tight ends last week did good, you know, what's Kelsey going to do? So um, small lean towards Buffalo. Okay. So next up we have the last Monday night football game of the day in another game. I love Cowboys at home. This opened at plus three. That's where I got it. It is now down to plus one and a half. Man, I just, I know it's awful, but I love when teams are coming off of a game where like a star player had like a really bad injury. Awful to say, I know, but (laughs) hear me out on this because they just, they just get motivated and they rile up behind it. And I think that's what we're going to see out of the Cowboys here. I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't see that much of a drop off between Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I know that's controversial too, but I would say maybe a point to a point and a half. And this was going to be Cowboys minus three before this, this injury. I don't think it's a six point swing between Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott. I'm sorry. So I, I think there's a ton of value on the Cowboys here at home on Monday night football. I think they're going to play really inspired football based off of the injury from last week. We've seen all the videos that they've thrown out on Twitter, all the support. So I think they're going to win one for Dak type thing. And, uh, yeah, I'll be all over the Cowboys on this one here. So, John, how about you? Yeah, it's the Ewing theory, right? So, you know, quarterback goes out, next quarterback comes in. So, 
you know, Andy Dalton is not the typical backup quarterback that you're getting. He, you know, he has starter potential. So that's why they went out. That's why they went out and got him. And, you know, they should be able to move the ball. I'm not too worried about what Dallas is going to be able to do offensively is, you know, is that defense going to be able to do anything? Cause they haven't done anything all year. I mean, they, the worst team last, I feel like the giants are one of the worst teams in the league and they still were able to, you know, kind of move the ball up and down the field on them. So are they going to be able to contain Kyler and, and Hopkins and, and the rest of that offense? I don't know. What's the over-under on this game? Let me play a sucker over-under. 52? Oh, 52. whoa, 55. Oh, it opened 52 and it went to 55. Oh, yeah, it's up to 55. You're right. Wow. So I didn't get – that's a bad – I mean, I'm already getting given, given out a bad number at 55. But um, uh I like Dallas for, you know, for the things that, for the things that Eddie said. So I, I, small lean towards them, or I might play that over just to have some action on the game. Definitely not playing Arizona. Nick? Man, I really want to take Dallas so bad in this spot because it's everything that we like talk about and think about and it's five point line swing and, you know, a lot of like sharp guys like Andy Dalton to run this offense. You saw him come in and score, but I might just wait until Monday night, man. I, I'm trying to get three if I can, then I will take Dallas. Right now, the public's pretty split. They're 50-50. Uh, some sharp money did come in on Dallas early after kind of everything got settled. And so I'm going to wait for like a late move on this game and kind of go off of that. But I see what you're both of you guys are saying, man. It, Dallas's D is just putrid. And then to your point, Eddie, I see that there is a lot of value in Dallas, right? Kind of rallying around the squad. Andy Dalton's a, a good enough quarterback to run the offense with that, with those playmakers. So I'll probably sit this one out. Wow. You won't sit it out, but okay. <laughs> I'll wait until Monday. How's that? And then maybe we can tweet it out if we're all on the same page. Sounds good. All right, gentlemen. I gave out my pick of the week. Now it's your turn. So Vic, you go first with who you like. Okay, John, I'm going to ask you, are you taking the bears as your pick of the week? Cause John, you, you go first. You can have them and then I'll put them in my, in the dip, Eddie. <laughs> then I can't cheer against the dip. Man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, we're really <laughs> if, you like, if you like them at plus three, you got to let me get them at like plus nine. All right. Okay. So they're not plus. Listen, I can't, it's, it's one and a half. I think they're going to win the game. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll take it at one and a half, too. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the Bears. That was going to be my pick of the week. If you want to make it – we did it last week. We both we both shared uh, whatever I gave out because I didn't yeah, know – we both took the Bears, yeah. Um, yeah, so Bears, that sounds yeah. good. Okay, John's pick of the week, Eddie, is the Bears, and I will use the Bears as my leg of the dip to go through a, a key number. So one and a half, so I get them at seven and a half. Okay. And then, so John's pick of the week. week. I'll do my other leg of the teaser as well. Vic, you said there's some fours out there for the Bills, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fours. Taking them up to 10. Okay. You guys are not going to let me cheer against you guys, man. (laughs) And then, Eddie, go for your pick of the week again, just to to wrap it up. I'm going with the Bucks as my pick of the week. Uh, Plus one and a half. Or I see plus one out there. So that's where I'll go with, plus one for the Bucks. So so give a recap. I'm yeah, and I'll let me take my pick of the week, and then okay. Eddie, you can wrap it up. Yeah, but we'll all pretty much we're like cheering for the same games when it comes to the dip and the pick of the week because I'm taking the Bills, man. I'm just gonna go out on a limb. 
I know it's a super risky bet. I'm hoping that some of these guys come back. Um, so I'll take the bills, man. I'll take them at plus four as my pick of the week. All right. Uh, well, I think we're also taking our teams here too, because Vic is, or John's on the bears. So hopefully that wins for Vic and then Vic's on the bills. Hopefully that wins for me. So man, we're going to be cheering a lot for our teams this weekend. So anyway, recap, John is on the bucks or no, no, John is on the bears plus one and a half. I'm on the bucks plus one. Vic is on the bills plus four. So those are our three picks of the week. And then for the teaser, Vic and I are teasing the bears from one and a half up through the touchdown to seven and a half. I am teasing the bills up to 10 through the touchdown and up to the double digits. So it's a I like lot it. of eggs in one basket, guys. It's a lot of eggs in one basket. It is. It is. This is going to be either a really good week or a really, really bad week. Just because I also loved like both your picks of the week. Like those are the games I had circled. I had the Bucks and the Bears circled early. Well, now so, I got to cheer for your guys. Now I got to cheer for your guys' dip. So <laughs> got to. We're All making right. it hard on you. Man. We're, we're tricking you. <laughs> Quickly, John, any college football for you this week? Nothing from me, so I wouldn't want to take with you, though. Uh, uh, you want it? Not quickly. Let me see. All right. If there's nothing quickly, then we don't have to. I just wasn't sure if you had anything in mind that jumped out of you that you already took. So. No. All right. Well, hey, that wraps up week six. Hopefully, this is another good week for us. I really like this board, so a lot of juicy ones out there. And uh, hopefully nothing COVID-related suspends it another week and throws some games off. We can just actually watch some football this weekend and get some winners. So best of luck to everybody out there and have a good weekend. Let's good do luck. it. Good luck. See ya.